Speak seductively. Hi, everyone. I'm Kyle Cannon, erotic fiction author, naturist, and swinger. And I'm Lily Cannon, book cover model, audiobook narrator, naturist, and swinger. And you're listening to the Speak Seductively podcast. I have an erotic fiction series called The Photographer's Story and over 15 erotic novellas on Amazon. Two themes in my work are the promotion of a sex-positive lifestyle and the development of strong, sexually confident female characters. My writing has been described as slow foreplay, building until the reader is breathless with need. You can find my novels and short stories on Amazon. They're all free with Kindle Unlimited. We want to welcome you to another exciting and informative edition of Speak Seductively. We use this platform to promote other authors, talk about sex and relationships. Please be aware, we will be discussing adult topics from sex to the swinging lifestyle and more. Our approach is always classy, but be ready for frank conversations. Our guests are frequently erotic authors or those in the lifestyle. Chapter 15. The second text came as I was docking the boat. Well, truth be told, the computer practically docked the craft, making better use of the maneuvering jets than I ever could. Two men from the harbor master's office came over to secure us, leaving me little to do but to shut off the engines. Our paid slip included full shore power, which was quickly hooked up by the waiting hands. Before I moved from the bridge, I took a moment to pull in the scene. This was one of the few deep-water ports where sailboats could come in without risk to the keel. I loved the sight of sailboats and the sound of, even a light breeze, and the rigging as it whistled and whispered through the lines. We made it in just before sunset, and I watched the huge red orb of the tropical sun slowly drop through the tall spires of the masts between us. Lily and Kennedy had long since gone into the cabin and spent much of the trip in the living room before going to clean up in the large shower off the captain's suite. I grabbed my phone from the console after docking was complete. Expecting to see a message from Victor, I was surprised to see another unknown number. How much will you pay to keep your whore's reputation? A photo was included, one from our last shoot. In it, Lily had Marcus's cock at her mouth, her tongue extended just to barely touch the tip. We will be in contact. Read the second part of the chilling text. Fuck, I thought to myself, sitting back in the captain's chair. I stared out the front window and watched as Victor walked down the docks toward our gangway. Seeing him, I stood and climbed down the inner spiral stairs to the main cabin. Lily and Kennedy were sitting on a settee, drinks in hand. True to their word, they hadn't brought much to wear. Kennedy was wearing a white spaghetti string tank top and black shorts, her braless boobs barely contained, dusky nipples creating faint shadows on the fabric. Lily was wearing a black top and white shorts, the same top she had worn for our showing just over a week ago, if I wasn't mistaken, also braless. After a good part of the day in the sun and fantastic orgasms, the two practically glowed. I hated to wreck that moment. Kennedy, Victor is here. I was going to let him in. Would you mind entertaining him for a few minutes while Lily and I talk? The seriousness of my tone alerting them both that something more had happened. Of course, whatever you need, she replied while looking at me with concern. Lily set her glass down. More contact with the thugs? She asked, her voice laced with anger. Yeah, here's my phone. Why don't you read it and I'll meet you in our room to talk before we see Victor? Kennedy, please stay when we meet with Victor. I ended with a simple request, no details. Sure. Honestly, whatever you guys need, I'm here. Lily walked to me, took the phone, and went to the main cabin. In a weird, strange moment, I thought I should remember to call it the captain's cabin. Ahoy the ship! I heard called from the dock. I'll let Victor in. 
I said, and Kennedy walked over and gave me a quick hug. Whatever you guys need, she whispered before moving off to the galley. Victor, I began without preamble. I received another message just as we docked. Lily is reading it now, but I need to talk with her before we meet. A very good friend of ours, Kennedy, is visiting. If you don't mind, she will keep you company in the main cabin. I'll introduce you when we go in. I'm sorry for the abruptness. I also told the ladies I'd warn you. We expected a day on the water, and they dressed accordingly. His gray head tilted slightly to one side when he heard I'd received a second text. Staying in that pose, he listened as I finished. Fear not. This is Key West. I must say, I have probably seen more expanses of lovely skin than most men my age. He chuckled. You should be here for fantasy fest sometime, he chortled to some private memory. Now... Introduce me, then go speak with Lily. I dare say I shall be fine. Kennedy was waiting when we entered the cabin. Victor, his usual urbane self, greeted her with a kiss on the knuckles and a murmured compliment. Shall we sit while Lily and Kyle have some time to themselves? He directed that to Kennedy, then moved to a leather chair across from the settee and sank into its luxurious softness. Lily was sitting on the bed, the phone lying next to her, the accusing photo still on the screen. Her face was pale, lips tight, as she watched me walk in and shut the door. I stood in silence for a moment before breathing out a deep, frustrated sigh. Lily. Kyle, she interrupted firmly. There is no fucking way I will let us be blackmailed. A tear slowly rolled down her face as she spoke, her voice firm. I knew we had a risk when I started modeling again, but it didn't matter, and it doesn't matter. I'm contacting the firm tomorrow, and I will lay everything out to them. If they want to fire me, so be it. I'll make goddamn billboards with this photo and plaster them all over Illinois. Her voice had raised at the last, then calmed down again. We need to tell Victor, and he needs to see the text and picture. I'm not ashamed. Let's get this shit over. She was suddenly in my arms. You talk. I will when I'm in control. I won't cry over this. I buried my face in her hair for a long moment. She smelled clean of soap and mild shampoo and something indescribably Lily. My heart knew that scent. We held each other for what seemed like several minutes before Lily moved from our hug to grab the phone from the bed. Let's tell him everything, then let him see the photo. Lily and I returned to the main lounge hand in hand. Lily went to sit on the settee with Kennedy, who wrapped an arm around her and gave her a squeeze of support. I gathered myself for a moment. For a short time, a feeling of intense guilt lay on my chest as I considered what Lily could go through over the next months. I looked over to where she sat, feet curled under her as she allowed Kennedy to hold her for support. Then, I caught the look in her eye. Anger, defiance, and love came through as she stared at me. "'Go ahead, my love. I have nothing to hide.' Breathing out, I allowed the feelings of guilt and sadness to leave, only to be replaced with determination and anger. Victor, I have a long story to tell as background, and some photos you should see before we talk about the text I just received. The photos are graphic, just a pre-warning. Leaning back in his chair, Victor cradled a snifter of what I assumed was a very fine cognac from the liquor cabinet. Well, I've seen quite a bit in my day, and haven't been shocked in many years. However, Do warn me if any happened to show mangled bodies. He gave a dramatic shudder and went on. I would most certainly need a refill before looking at any such images. I chuckled at that and took a chair across from him and where I could reach out and touch Lily, or Kennedy for that matter. Before starting, I once again took a moment to admire the craft's decor and my growing respect for the designer. This conversation group was intimate while allowing ample comfort space between anyone in it. No, nothing like that. 
sexually graphic. I need to get into some history as I think it will be relevant. At Victor's Nod, I began. I decided to explain my love of photography and the many amateur shoots I'd done on my camping trips and when I'd gone to a race. It helped to fill some of the backstory. I then explained how Lily had worked her way through law school modeling, some of which were nude shoots. As I spoke, Victor nodded and encouraged me to continue. When I began to talk about our recent history, Lily chimed in and started adding details. She explained how she did some lingerie and artistic nudes for our business to help add content to our portfolio. I was impressed with her level tone as she talked about that aspect of the business booming. She was approaching it as a business matter and clearly explained the erotic shoots we were contacted to shoot and of her role in them. She stayed professional through the entire process ending with, The clients wanted implied sexual activity for their final product. However, getting those shots required us to do more than implied. Apparently, the blackmailers have many shots of me engaged in oral sex and sex with several male and female models. They sent one of those images to Kyle. Victor asked how many shoots or possible images were in play. I responded up to a thousand, which earned his greatest reaction of the night. A raised eyebrow. Victor had listened to the entire story without showing much reaction beyond encouraging one or the other of us to continue. Hmm. Well, I say, this could be a delicate matter. After a brief pause to gather his thoughts, he went on. We have two options, as I see it. Each will lead to multiple paths. First, we pay the blackmailers. Hell no, Lily snarled. I was shaking my head. We won't pay anyone to cover up something that is not only business for us, but is who we are as a couple, Victor. Lily sighed. All cards on the table? Kyle and I have an open relationship. After saying that, she shook her head. No, to be blunt, we have sex with others. We've been to swingers clubs and haven't gone out of our way to hide. How long would it be before these asshats came back at us for something else? Victor did let out a brief snort as Lily described the blackmailers as asshats. I let Lily speak her mind, feeling it was primarily her reputation on the line. It angered me, definitely not for the first time, that a man would be praised behind closed doors for screwing around, but not a woman. No, she's just a slut. After she spoke, I looked at Victor. We are completely agreed on this. No payment. More, I want to find whoever did this and make them pay. I don't care if it means this goes public, I told him firmly. Well, as I said, multiple options... I was obligated to start with payment. I tend to agree that it wouldn't prevent these scoundrels. No, these asshats, he said, nodding acknowledgement to Lily. It wouldn't stop them from trying to milk you dry. Our other option is to not pay and take some action to find who did this and prevent them from releasing the photos. He looked at Lily. You realize we will likely fail in preventing them from being released. Are you prepared for that? I squirmed inside at the question, my guilt at Lily needlessly suffering eating at me. Victor, I don't care. She smiled at me as she said that and reached out to grab my hand. If I can't work as a lawyer, then I will keep up with modeling. And I do own half the photography company. When we are finished here, I am going to contact the partners at the firm in Chicago and fill them in. They should know the issue before anonymous letters and photos start arriving. Kennedy, who had been nearly silent through the discussion, reached over and clasped Lily's shoulder as she spoke. I could see her eyes were glistening. Kyle, about time to show him the text and photo, Lily said to me. I'd started off dreading this moment, but then realized I was being stupid. I honestly didn't care who knew about our photography business. During the conversation, I even started believing, or hoping, Victor would appreciate the work. 
I unlocked my phone, opened the text message, and handed it to him. Victor took out a pair of reading glasses and peered at the text and photo without so much as reddening. Quite erotic. I could see the shock value some might feel this photo holds, he stated with a plum. I hate to sound crass, but I can't judge the quality of your work from a single photo on a small screen. His tone sounded almost apologetic, as if he feared we would think less of him. I stared at him for a second before also noticing the twinkle in his eye and started laughing. Lily beat me to it by a half a second, followed by Kennedy. It was good to laugh. The tension flooded from the room with the sound. Well, if you are still on for dinner tomorrow night, then maybe Kyle can show some of the potential blackmail photos on the projector? Lily ended with a question to me. Oh, dear. I certainly hope my heart can take the excitement, he said as he fluttered a hand over his chest. Kyle. Lily. You are my employers. But more, I have begun to consider you friends. I like you. I would be honored to share in your art. He snorted slightly, then continued. I must also tell you, living here in the Conch Republic for so many years, well, there isn't much I haven't seen or done, he ended with a droll smile. Kennedy was giggling as he spoke. I'm a pretty good judge of character. I think that statement is, well, it's understated. Her comment drew more laughs from us. Perhaps, perhaps, Victor chuckled, smiling at Kennedy. Lily, my dear, I am looking forward to dinner, and I do need to see some more of your work, in a professional manner, of course. I do fear I will only be able to spare a few hours tomorrow evening as it is. He looked at me. Kyle, I hate to be rude, but I would like to discuss something with you in private. I know, of course, you and Lily share everything, but for this I feel I need to talk in private first. Sure. Why don't we take our drinks to the aft deck, I said, standing and gesturing to the hatchway leading aft. Victor began speaking as soon as the door closed. You have a suspect, or suspects, for the blackmail, he stated simply, staring me in the eye before sipping his cognac. Yes. And knowing my grandfather, I bet you have the same suspects. He sighed deeply. I fear this may get ugly. Well, uglier. Have you spoken to Lily? She knows the basics. I need to tell her more. But I'd hoped... Well, I'd hoped I was done with them. Take my advice. Tell her everything. She should be prepared. He patted my shoulder, the first really normal thing he'd done since we met. Somehow, it touched me more than I expected. You will get through this. I am seldom wrong. And I say you two are meant to last. He paused as if debating his next comment, then very dryly added, Besides, losing someone who sucks cock like she obviously does, well, you would be a fool. I couldn't help myself. I let out a huge guffaw. See you tomorrow night, I called at his back as he walked to the gangway and dock. Give my best to Kennedy and your lovely Lily, he replied, waving over his shoulder. Wow, Lily, why do you have all of those totes out? Hey, Kyle. I'm going through all my adult toys. You know how much I love to play with them. But you know what? I think I need some new ones. Yeah, you do love your toys, and you have so many. You know, I love you to have your adult toys, and I found the perfect place to get more. This place has such a huge selection. They're called thesmutshop.com. Just look here. Wow. They have so many toys, and not just stuff for me. Vibrators, male masturbators and some incredible dildos. Ooh, look at this one. Yeah, I know you like big. Yeah, 
I not only like my toys big, but I also like that thesmutshop.com has the biggest and most trusted names in adult toys. Tantus, Strap On Me, and so many more. They have everything from anal and bondage to male masturbators. Hmm, I bet you'd like this one. A real porn star mold for a male masturbator? Yeah, that looks like fun. And I bet you would like this one, the sliding skin realistic dildo. Or wait, what about one of the signature cocks for you? Isaiah Maxwell with ultra skin. Could you handle that? You know I can. We need to take advantage of these special deals. Free shipping for purchases over $44. And if you use our special Speak Seductively code, SPEAK, that's S-P-E-A-K, you can get 15% off. Only for U.S. and Canadian customers, though. Hey, what are you doing now? Ordering some toys. And if you're good, I'll get one for you, too. Chapter 16 I walked through the main lounge and made sure to secure and lock the hatch as I entered, then continued down the hall to the captain's cabin. Lily and Kennedy were snuggled in bed together, talking softly. Both turned as I entered— Lily with a content look on her face, Kennedy a bashful smile. The bed is huge, Lily said as she squirmed over, leaving me some room between them. I didn't think you would mind if Kennedy slept with us tonight. The bed in question was huge, a king-size bed with a mattress of the perfect firmness. The rest of the room matched the bed, oversized while not overpowering. Nope. I looked Kennedy in the eye and added, you can stay the night with us whenever you want. Lily leaned across the space she cleared for me and kissed Kennedy on the cheek. See, I don't know why you worried. You should go help him get undressed. Kennedy slid out from under the covers. With the air running, the room was quite chill compared to the tropical warmth I had just been in while talking to Victor. She was still wearing her top from earlier, sand shorts. I admired her long, smooth legs as she moved gracefully in my direction, the long muscles rippling under soft skin. The day's sunning left them an even brown from the top of her feet to her shapely ass. Her nipples, that I'd come to know and enjoy quite well the last few days, strained the fabric of her shirt. I could feel my erection growing as she approached. Lily sat in the background, her shorts removed sometime before I arrived, legs tan and lovely against the white sheets of the bed. Both women, as if by some unspoken direction, pulled their tops off, exposing those gorgeous tits to me. Kennedy dropped to her knees as she reached me. Her hands outstretched and her long fingers worked the buttons on my shorts, then the fly, reaching to grasp the shorts and wrap around my underwear waistband before she pulled them down in a slow, teasing slide. There was no motion wasted, no effort to draw out the act of stripping me. Still, for all the brevity of her actions, I enjoyed the play. My cock was ready when the shorts lowered and it popped out, nearly hitting Kennedy in the face. She smiled up at me, then darted her head forward to capture my cock in her mouth, She rolled the head around, sliding her tongue along the surface and sent chills down my spine. My eyes closed at the sensation as I savored the exquisite sensation of her warm mouth engulfing my manhood. Kennedy slid her head along my length till she nearly reached the base. I never had a woman take me as deep or as fast. She lingered there as both of us reveled in the sensation. She mentioned to us a few days earlier that she loved the sensation of a man's penis in her mouth. I recalled tuning out the conversation as she and Lily went on to debate the merits of blowjobs. Now, as I looked down at her as she rolled the tip of my cock around with her tongue, I was reminded of the look on the face of some gourmand as she sampled an exquisite dish. 
I closed my eyes to relish the sensation and placed both my hands on her head and gently wrapped my fingers in her hair as she pulled back, sucking my cock like it was a straw. When I finally looked around, I saw Lily was watching us intently, her left hand gently rubbing her pussy. From my vantage point, I could see how swollen she had become. Her lips opened like a rose, exposing the soft pink inside of her cunt, damp with excitement. At that moment, all I could think about was having her. Kennedy took my cock in hand and was slowly rising, rubbing her tits along my body as she planted wet, hot kisses up my stomach, to my chest and neck, before she paused to linger on my mouth. Her tongue was warm and eager as it invited me to explore her mouth as she explored mine. Our bodies nearly melded together from the heat of the kiss. "'Can I watch you make love to Lily?' she said into my ear before she moved back to kiss my lips, almost tentatively. I heard her choice of words. She wanted to share more than just a fuck tonight." I sensed she and Lily were talking about this very subject before I came into the room. It was odd that I hesitated. Lily and I fucked in front of others. Just a few days ago, two guys watched as we screwed before she took them each in turn as I watched. Hell, I've watched her fuck several others, and she'd watched me do the same many times. This was different. Kennedy wanted to experience something private, emotional. Lily and I accepted fucking was just physical enjoyment, the ultimate massage, as she was fond of saying— Making love was, well, I stopped kissing Kennedy for a moment and peered into her eyes, seeing nothing but sincerity and affection. Without a word, I looked back at Lily. I don't know if she heard Kennedy, but she knew what was said. She nodded slightly at me. Yes, was all I said to Kennedy. She released my cock and took my hand as she took the two steps needed to get to the edge of the king-size bed. She stretched her long body on the bed after she released my hand, leaving room between her and Lily. I moved into that gap, my body slid along Lily's till I lay fully beside her. We stared into each other's eyes as our hands softly explored the territory they knew so well. It didn't matter. The touching was a communication, a private language between us and a sharing of our innermost thoughts. Minutes passed before I leaned down and began to kiss her, softly at first, but with gradually increasing passion. I pulled back slightly to look into her eyes. I do love you. More than words, I said. I love you, too. We returned to kissing. Her hand found my cock and began a slow, steady stroking motion. I could feel the warmth of Kennedy at my back, close, yet not touching. My hand found Lily's soft mound and began to dance along her special places. I allowed a finger to gently rub her clit, then slide down to part of her petals and immerse in the wetness between her legs. Our foreplay continued for minutes, each of us working to increase the need in the other. Lily's pussy was drenched, and she spread her legs as wide as possible, eager to feel my hands on her. I rolled my own body to give her a better grip on my solid cock. We were ready, more than ready, when I rolled over to mount her. My hardness slid into her waiting love as I pressed my hips forward and down. She met my motion, pushing up so her mound ground against me. A soft gasp escaped her lips. As we often did, we began a steady rhythm while looking into each other's eyes. Her hands clasped my butt, encouraging my motion. I watched her as she sucked in her lower lip and bit it softly. Her eyes rolled up slightly, and I could feel her already taut nipples harden to solid pebbles against my skin. I'd been sliding half my length in and out of her, my balls wet with her juices, my own arousal barely contained. I knew she was close and suddenly couldn't contain myself, and I unloaded in her. I could feel my cum filling her, increasing the lubrication. Right as I finished, she lunged against me, her hands clenched tight on my ass, not letting me move from where I was pressing into her clit. Oh God, oh God, Kyle, I love you so much, 
she blurted out, then relaxed under me. Lily's eyes were now wide open and glistened with emotion. I do love you so much. Not one to let a moment stay too mushy, she followed up with, and it isn't just because of the great sex. We kissed for several minutes. Our kissing was passionate and lasted long enough to make me want more. I had nearly forgotten Kennedy. She was so silent, lying next to us, watching quietly the whole time. I glanced over to her as I rose off Lily to my knees, my cock sliding from her pussy. You two are so beautiful, she whispered. I think Lily and I both noticed the single tear rolling down her cheek. Kennedy, you are too. We would never share this with just anyone. As Lily spoke, she wiped away the tear with one hand. I could see how sincere Lily was. She genuinely cared for Kennedy, as did I. I rolled that thought around in my head as I watched them talk softly of friendship. Kennedy reached up to hold Lily's hand, pressed against her cheek. Kennedy, you are very special, more than a friend. I smiled at her. It was another moment of deep gazes. I leaned over Lily and lowered myself till our lips met in a gentle, loving kiss. Lily reached between us to rub my cock, still wet from our lovemaking. She smiled at me and used her other hand to rub the side of my face. Without much pause, I moved my face nearer to Kennedy. Her hand reached up to cut my cheek and guide me down to her lips. We kissed for a long, sensual moment before I pulled back slightly. The three of us breathing deeply, the passion in the room thick and palpable. Lily turned a gentle caress of my dick into a well-lubricated hand job, making me hard as a rock. She shifted her body slightly, lowering the leg nearest Kennedy. Kennedy closed her eyes as we kissed. Her hand behind my head kept me from moving back too far and encouraged me to return to her lips. Our tongues lightly rubbed against each other as our kisses became deeper, more passionate. Her firm, warm tits pressed against my chest as I moved more of my body over her. Lily was still rubbing my cock as we kissed, not wanting her to stop. I kept my hips just far enough off Kennedy so she could continue stroking me. I was conscious in the back of my mind, where stupid thoughts sometimes go, that I was dripping the remnants of my orgasm with Lily all over Kennedy's hip. Knowing I was kissing one beautiful woman while another, my wife, was rubbing my cock, raced through my mind, to be quickly banished as I felt Lily slide my dickhead against Kennedy's soft thigh. Ah, <sighs> yes... Kennedy moaned and tried to slide her pelvis closer to my cock. Her legs were already spread, one wrapped around my waist and pulled ever so slightly. She turned to Lily, breaking our kiss only to be met by Lily's lips. I watched as they slid their moist lips and tongues against one another, the lust and passion warring with their genuine affection as evidenced by the tenderness of their touches for one another. When did this happen? When did affection enter the story? He's ready for you. Lily whispered to her as she moved my cock between Kennedy's legs, maneuvering the tip to part her swollen lips. Kennedy stopped all movement. Her breathing ceased as I parted her and slid just the tip into her waiting entrance. Please. More. Please. She moaned out, her lips still pressed to Lily's. I felt a hand, Lily's hand, on my ass as she gently coaxed me forward. Amazingly, I hesitated. I hadn't slid my bare cock in another woman in far longer than I could remember— Lily knew I didn't have a condom on. She was encouraging me to screw Kennedy anyway. It was torture staying as I was, my dickhead being squeezed by Kennedy's hot, wet walls, no thin sheaf of latex separating us. Any man can tell you the vast, incredible difference between sex with a condom as opposed to without. Condoms provide a separation, yes. You are in the woman, but that final intimate feeling isn't present. That sensation of the first touch of her wetness against the head of your penis— the velvety softness of her tunnel as it is pushed open by your cock, 
the hot wetness gradually surrounding the length of your shaft. My mind raced with the implications, then I stopped myself. Lily wanted this. She planned for it, and I trusted her implicitly. Kennedy wanted it, and so did I. As my thoughts raced, I gave in to Lily's gentle coaxing and slid my cock deeper, ever deeper, into Kennedy. The feel of her velvet-soft walls squeezing my bare cock brought me to a new state of arousal. I lingered, wanting, no, needing the sensation to last, but my body took control. I pulled from her, just the tip of my cock still holding her open before I slid my length back in her. The motion brought a sigh of pleasure from her lips, lips that were once again pressed against Lily's. I leaned down, my lips joining theirs as I continued my motion. Our tongues intertwined as we all seemed to move together, bodies in perfect harmony. I was nearing my limit, the long, steady friction I maintained was too much. I tried to slow myself, but Kennedy only picked up the motion as if she knew I was ready. Yes, fill me up. I want to feel your cum in me, she cried out, bucking even harder against me. Lily moved back to watch, her hand now resting gently on my ass. I shuddered, feeling the first spurt of cum enter Kennedy, my dickhead immediately more sensitive as I shot squirt after squirt of warm fluid in her already drenched cunt. As if it was a signal, Kennedy began to moan as she felt my cum coat her insides. She drove harder against me. Oh, yes, oh, yes, she let out, her face a paroxysm of pleasure and effort. As she finished, I collapsed, her giant tits pressed between us. As I caught my breath, I thought to roll from her only to be stopped by her lips pressed to mine. Heat and arousal were abated. This was a warm, caring kiss shared between two friends. A kiss I returned with pleasure before I slumped to lie between the two women. Lily threw an arm over my chest and pulled herself in close to hold me. Her tits pressed firmly against my back. Kennedy lay on her back, her eyes closed, a faint smile on her lips which grew more pronounced as I brought an arm to rest on her. Crossing it between her ample breasts, my fingers splayed open, just above her left tit. I think we wore him out, Lily said from behind me, her arm tightening around my chest as she spoke. Hmm, he isn't the only one worn out, Kennedy responded sleepily. I felt Lily shift away from me and leave the bed. Seconds later, the already dim lights faded further, and I felt her move back to the bed as she returned to her original position. Speak seductively.